had so much food over on her plate. That was a lot of food. Next she, time I go, I'm sharing a plate. That was awful. It was. It was <laughs> so a lot. Much. Yeah, Mona ate, Mona had this big old nacho about to fall on the floor. I said, Mona, don't sit there and eat all this food. And then um, don't sit there and eat all this food. And you can't um, eat it. I say, then you, uh, when he call you, you ain't going to know what to do. So when he got ready to call, so at the end of the show, we went back and met him and everything. And Mona stood there and he was like, you know, 105.1, music must love the shows. And he said, hey, Mona B. So he was looking at me, Mona hiding behind me. I'm like, Mona, you can't hide behind me. So it was really fun. So when he got to see his baby, he was excited to see baby. You need to quit. That's what he said. Hey, baby. We took a picture. <laughs> I told Mona like she was going to run away with that second hand. I did not. You did have this. Well, I have to have my cameras and my phones and stuff. I'm going to give me a little leather bag. A leather bag? A little leather bag. A little fancy bag. Yeah, I'm going to buy you one for your birthday. <laughs> Because she had that fanny pack swinging it like oh, it was God. a... I said, it looked like she was going to go running. Well, that's that's accessory for the job. Accessory for the job? Yeah, I got a, I got about five phones. I have to keep them all with me. Yeah, so Mona took some good pictures for us and got us over there. And like I said, it was a great evening. I enjoyed it. Was. it. And I... Listen, I have never been to a comedy show that I actually laugh from the beginning to the really? end. Really? No. All of them funny to me. All the ones that I went to go see. Yeah. Like Ricky Smiley and all them. But um, Earthquake said he worked with like Kevin Hart and yes. Chris Rock He's getting and ready, all of those. getting ready for a movie. Yeah. Yeah, so stay tuned. They're doing a, a show, a TV series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. mentioned about the he said he was, had to lose weight. Yes, he's he said he's working on it now. I don't think so. You <laughs> don't think so? Nah. He might need to join us on our weight yeah, loss he challenge. Need to, he need to join the um, competition and see if he can beat us. Yes. Yeah, so, y'all, if y'all would like to tune in and be a part of the weight loss challenge that Mona and I and Montreal are working on. <laughs> So what we're doing, we weighed each other with uh, we have our measurements. Yeah. And so ours would be on inches. And you have a chance of winning a three-month membership to the Y. You may win uh, drink gift certificates to the nutrition place, um, hundred dollars cash. It's other other things we'll be giving away. So y'all keep tuning in, get part of the weight loss challenge because i challenge. am excited i am too my clothes is already falling off me all right already <laughs> falling off me <laughs> already falling see you know that's how we work we look we be on something for one week you hey that's how i go mona you have do you, what you be on it for one week and then what we'll say oh i done lost by 50 pounds <laughs> You know, that's how folks always say it. Yes. Ooh, I, I done did this. I done did that. But what have you changed? <laughs> Literally, what have you changed, Mom? Honestly, I, I don't eat as much as I used to. Okay. So I still eat the same food. I got to stop that. But I don't eat as much. So you've changed. You've, you're working on portionalizing where you're not eating yes. as much. So you've done that. Have I you just, started any exercising? Uh, Working. That's oh. pretty much a lot of exercise. She said, 
her mode. She has started working. Yes. So that has gotten her to. So are you saying you're walking more at work or work period? Just work period. My volunteer work that I do. <laughs> it had me, you know, working pretty hard. Listen, <laughs> I ain't never in my days heard nothing like that. The volunteers that be at the hospital, they walk and everything, Mona. Do they? Yes. Oh. They walk around. They push the people around. Well, I walk around. But what work you doing that that would be, I think, is more of a mind thing. When you oh. say it ain't more of a physical. Uh, sometimes both. <laughs> See, that's why Earthquake got us mixed up. <laughs> sometimes both. Yeah, sometimes, but I don't believe it, Mona. You don't believe it? No. No, I don't believe that. But we also want to thank the Park and Rec. This past Friday, we went over to the Black History Vision Board. And y'all, let me tell you about Mona, what she did again. What did I do this time? She had JV to say what he wanted to be in life. I think that's how it went. (laughs) They had to write their vision on that story. I did not tell him to do that. He put on his poster, he want to be a big, what did he say? Mama boy. He want to be a mama boy. I said, now she done fixed that up so good for him. I did not tell him to do that. He done drew a big old picture. He drew a picture, (laughs) y'all. And on the picture, it had a, a boy. With a big old head and a big body. <laughs> and a big a heart. And a big heart. And in the middle of the heart, he put on it, Mama's boy. <laughs> I said, if Mona ain't sat over there and made that poor baby, put on there that he wanted to be a Mama's boy. I did not tell him to say that. He Mona, just put, I thought it was rather sweet. It was, it was very sweet. sweet. <laughs> I didn't I tell said, him to do it. I said, look at this boy. He love his little mama. He do love his mama because he know his mama love him. I said, just don't grow up and be like it, though. Why not? Cause he a boy. Oh no! <laughs> That's what I said. Not don't, like that. Don't grow up and be like it though. <laughs> but he, that was real nice. I laughed. I thought it was funny. But you see, you see how big he was on the poster. Yeah. <laughs> That's the part I want you to see. Did you see how big he, he drew you just like he thought? <laughs> that was not me. That was. I think that, that was, was him. him. Nah, he wasn't that big. <laughs> nah, buddy. You ain't gonna put that on JV now. That was him when Mm-mm. he grew up. Nah, that was that was funny. I looked at that thing. I said, JV. Yeah, said, you brought it to my attention. You was like, "Is that say mama boy?" That's what I was like. Did that say? But I and then when I read, I said, it "Really said?" And everybody else looked at it and said, yes. "That has got to be one of the sweetest things that the boy that your son want to be like his mama." I if I was you, I'd have took that home and framed it. I'd have framed that. Cause Where's she, that mama? She don't know. It's at home in his bedroom. Yes. And you know, it, so that Mona, was, tell the truth. Where it, is it? <laughs> she don't know. What are you it's at home? Just like better. you was on this TikTok. Didn't know you live on TikTok. <laughs> Talking about whether you go tell the truth or not. Now go on and do that. Tell the truth. Now I want to know, since you can show everybody oh out my there. God. Did she really what was the problem with the with the with the stand up live? What was not funny? What wasn't funny? Yeah, what wasn't funny? <laughs> <laughs> It was so funny to me. Well, see, Mona said, Mona said, y'all so far in the back. We wasn't she, in the back. We was in the middle. Mona said, I was like, hey, it's us back here. That's why he got y'all confused. We were at a table in the middle. Yeah, it was a front table and then us. Nah. 
<laughs> I ain't going unless I'm sitting there front. I, I don't I don't sit in the back. Rosa Park and the other woman told me don't sit in the back no more. That's what they told you. Mm-hmm. Y'all know there's another woman came along before Rosa Park. And because she was dark skinned, she didn't fit the mold. Okay. I heard that. Yeah, for real. She was dark skinned. I heard Rosa Park took the story from Exactly. Somebody else. That's what I heard. Exactly. Huh? She was dark skinned and she didn't take the oh, wow. she didn't fit the narrative. So what they did was they changed the whole thing up. Those people are so stupid back then. Yep. So just because you dark. Well, she didn't fit the mold. <laughs> so they guess what? They redid it, y'all. But I'm getting back to you. I love this thing. Let me tell y'all something about technology. You got to start paying attention to technology because technology is not going anywhere and you need to make sure you're aware because Elon Elon Musk is creating some AI robots. These Mm -hmm. AI robots will build his Tesla cars. He also went on to say that these same AI robots can be used at your house. Oh, wow. I see movies like that. He also said, he went on to say the (laughs) sick part that they also can be used as a companion. I've seen that too. Yeah, I think that's sick. (laughs) As a robot, I do too. Yeah, that's sick. That's sick. Mona laughing like it's okay. Mona come in time pregnant by my my robot. How you get pregnant by your robot? (laughs) Who's that behind you? That's my that's my robot boyfriend. (laughs) He does exactly what I say (laughs) to. That's why she getting it. Yeah, he don't talk back. He don't talk back. <laughs> He's programmed to do exactly he what I hard. say. Yeah. Man, hey, listen, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so this weekend was um, one of the things. Was earthquake really funny? I enjoyed them. I mean, I laughed, <laughs> but I don't think I'm gonna be honest. Mona probably was over there so full she was probably asleep <laughs> because I looked over there one time. My eyes was kind of closed. Come on, that man put you to sleep. He was funny in a way, and then I drift off and stuff. <laughs> well, uh, what about the little boy you were looking at? The little boy? What little boy? That was Mr. No, Bishop. That wasn't a little boy. <laughs> was he, he was, a little boy in Jamaica? How old was he? Was he a little boy? <laughs> how old? 30. <laughs> she got kids his age. Yeah, no, your, little, your daughter just turned 28. <laughs> Happy birthday! Yeah, come Happy on, birthday, come on, Alexis meet your, come meet your stepdaddy. He's thirty. <laughs> I did not. I said he was handsome. No, nah, you said like, oh, he was fine. I said he was handsome. And he would have and muscles. He did have muscles, but you, you thought that was that. Uh, I'm black. I'm beautiful. <laughs> I'm smart. You thought that was that speech. You holler. He fine. He good looking. He got muscles. And, and he's a, funny. And I'm gonna tell everybody he's 42. <laughs> <laughs> and look, and he got little children at home. Oh, Mona, goodness. you woke up for him. He was the first one. Oh, okay. He and opened then, up. And then when earthquake came out, it was over. Um, I, I think, don't know. <laughs> I think I'm gonna just tell y'all what happened. So y'all went to the 630 show. Mm-hmm. Yes. And he had to get ready for the next show. Yes. Mm-hmm. So he didn't have a lot of time to really network and talk. I don't know. So maybe he just don't have a personality. Inside a rug, motor the wrong way. No. Motor like, look, don't invite me to nothing, then act like you ain't got time to talk to me. You not know who I am. Mona, tell, tell him I'm on a beat. <laughs> no, he he was busy. He was busy. He was taking oh, busy taking pictures and selling shirts. You ain't got to tell me. I already know. 
So that's why when I laughed, I said that way. And Mo, Mo was like, he wasn't like DL. Mo like, you ain't funny anyway. <laughs> <laughs> DL was more inviting. So that goes to the question. Everybody just don't have. I don't care how nice you are. Some people don't have a good personality. I know. I ain't saying he don't, but I think the spirit he has some, a little spirits in him. And you can do that. You can try the spirit by the spirit, right. and you can determine whether you like the spirit. And I tell people all the time, don't you can't get mad if your spirit and somebody's spirit just don't jive. Yeah, just don't be nasty to them. Exactly. But I'm talking about the liquid spirit. Well, I know what you're talking about, but you know all of them had that in there. Now, if you go see DL, DL had the liquid, the the smoke, and everything. You right. know he drinks while he on stage. Yeah. And uh, one night when uh, Sister Knox and I went. Man, we went backstage. They opened up that door. She said, Woo! Contact. <laughs> she said, Lord, let me sit down because she done my red on these crutches. I've been passed out. <laughs> yeah. So it was it, it was oh, it was God. good. But we want to say um thank you to uh Stand Up Live. Yes, and definitely. Y'all on here thanking everybody. Thank Knox Media Group for sending y'all over thank there. Well, Knox Media Group thank for you sending very much. us over there. Thank you very well, that was much. gonna be my next. Uh, that's what I put in my post. Thank you for our boss actually networking. She did, I see. Um, networking and making sure things happen you for You put us. in your post because that was her job. She didn't put one post up. Post somebody. <laughs> I, I did. Mo, let me get back on I you. Did. There you go. Look. <clears throat> Mona, I was, you have a choke on him. <laughs> I was sitting at the house and I was and people <laughs> said, did y'all go to the show? I was like, they're at live. the show. No. You went live, but what you did was you forgot to put it on Knox Media Group. You put it on 105.1, oh, that's what and I everybody been going to Knox Media, Media Group. Group. Oh, sorry, y'all. So people wanted to know, and people were excited. They like, did they go to the show? I'm like, uh, they sitting at the show. Yeah, Miss Diane, she had put on there. Did you get on stage? You going to get on stage? He didn't know you. No, he didn't know you. <laughs> I'm gonna eat my peppermint. Uh-huh. <laughs> I ain't the one to be petty, but it's, I ain't, it's it's amazing how somebody can be a boo, and then when they see you, they don't know, know you. <laughs> <laughs> you went from being a boo to I don't even. Who is Mona? Hey, Mona. <laughs> you look like. Yeah, cut your yeah. hair. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm hmm. I knew it. <laughs> it was over. Mona said, I ain't got nothing good to say. But Mona, right. he gonna put you in the movie. He ain't gonna put me in no movie. <laughs> <laughs> she was salty, baby. I'm telling you, now I already know. Mona said you ain't gonna live. Mona said you ain't gonna look good at me. I'm Mona B. And when I show up, you're gonna have to treat me as such. Mona, I don't blame you. <laughs> <laughs> don't look good at you talking about some. Hey, Mo, hey, baby. And no, he said, hey, hey, Mona B. And you look and to I me said, Oh no, this Mona B. Let me hey, boo. <laughs> oh, we. Hey, y'all, let me tell you something. I've been getting a lot of people that want them T-shirts and them shirts y'all had on. They oh. said they said they liked them shirts. They were cute. They were cute. They yes. said they weren't professional, but they were cute. They were cute. Yeah, they were cute. I said they, they out working with their cute shirts on today. Yes. They ain't want to wear their black ones. Well, we actually look, look, met. Look, 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 They ain't want to wear their black ones. No, because I wore my black hat <laughs> in that shirt the last time. But um, we did match... Um, Earthquake, cause he had on the same color yeah, scheme. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought y'all talking about the the, the stomach. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm finna get in we the car. that too. No, nah, let me tell you something. Yeah, y'all did match that. I was looking, <laughs> and I got up this morning, looked in the mirror. I said, "Well, I'm finna join the contest too." Oh, okay. My God, my stomach got big. Really? Ooh. What you been eating? 
sugar. Yeah, that'll do it. I that said, man, I got to get out. Uh, I looked at myself and Seth looked back and said, my God, this ain't going to work. It'll do it. I said, man, you starting to look like the people you hang with. And referring to who? Okay, then. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I said, uh-uh, I'm going to work on that. And if, I'm telling you, the best help you can get is looking at yourself and saying, hey, right. I need to work on me. Identify yeah. you have a problem. Man, I looked in that mirror, and that mirror don't lie. I don't care what you say. That mirror ain't going to lie to you. The mirror will lie. Some of the mirrors. What, what it tell you? When some you got, of the mirrors. Which one? Have y'all seen the mirrors? They yes. make you thinner. As you no, look in the I ain't mirror, got no one you, of those in my house. thinking you look good, then I ain't got no one of those in my house. look at the picture, you're like, whoa. The picture, the one that don't lie. Yeah, the picture will nah, not I ain't lie. No, I don't have one of the mirrors in my house. You may need, oh, you got one of the famous mirrors. No, that ain't famous. That's a cheap mirror. <laughs> well, you may need to upgrade your mirror because mine don't look. Mine don't make nothing look smaller. Like, oh, okay, then. Yeah. Good. But hey, it's good. Hey, I'm glad y'all enjoyed yourself. I'm glad you had a good weekend. Um, listen, Mona, I was looking at Instagram, X. I was looking at X, Twitter, mm-hmm. basically. I was looking at Twitter. Okay. And I believe that you felt like Cam Newton. What are you talking? When about? earthquake treated you like you was, you know, just nobody. You really wanted to just go whoop him up in there. I did not say he treated us like we were nobody. He just act like he was busy. And you don't like nobody. Look, girl, you don't look at me. I'm on the beat. I don't blame you, Mona. I'm going on your side. I'm with you on that. So what do you think about, Tamika, that when Cam Newton threw a 707 tournament, this is what he did for the community to help the little kids out. And while he was doing that, he had seven guys to jump on him. And he whooped them like it was really? nothing. And he beat them like uh, he beat seven dudes. Man, oh. come on now. They was trying their best, trying to get him. That man ain't failed. He was handling them. You hear me? Okay. And somebody put on Facebook, idiots. This man is used to getting hit by 300-pound linemen and linebackers. Yeah. And y'all going to try to whoop him? That is so crazy. And y'all going to whoop him? But what the sad part is, He's a, a African American trying to do something in the African American community, and y'all want to fight. Y'all some jealous hearted folks. Exactly. Don't want anything. Did they say him. why? Yeah, because he wanted the other team. You know, he was being, uh, uh, you know how we do. Gracious on who you gonna kind of. It wasn't a bet, mm-hmm. but kind of graciously saying this team is gonna win. And yeah, if this it was team, a bet. It was. You know how we do. Back. And if this team win, I'm gonna give X. X amount of dollars to these people. Oh. So the ones that didn't win is the ones that were jumped on. Right. Yeah, that's sounds... Because they felt like he should have given to both. Uh, Mona came back. Mona jumped on <laughs> on Earthquake. He's all right. Mona jumped on the quick, but he's all right. No. But I didn't oh, really... Acting people. like he's so busy. He's so busy to have time to talk to me. I, I didn't really know that, that she had issue with him but i told her yesterday i, I thought no I, I told her yesterday i thought she would i said you look like you were asleep remember i told you it that? wasn't it wasn't funny i mean <laughs> some parts were but it was hey, just like i knew you finally tell the truth <laughs> but she looked like she was asleep hey, TikTok, y'all heard it first about where well, she not gonna say that <laughs> they heard some, part, your some parts were funny and hey, some uh, parts wasn't let me tell you what's funny y'all so now people are watching us on TikTok. We have an Instagram live that's going to start tomorrow. <laughs> and we got Instagram live. We got TikTok. We have Facebook. We have uh, Spotify. We now uh, now upload to Apple. 
and, and Twitch. And Twitch. And now we're getting ready to go to Google. So you're going to be able to follow us anywhere you go. I'm trying my best to make sure that when you want to hear Mona B voice or you want to hear Tamika voice or you want to hear Janet voice or, or Mattel voice, uh, uh, you want to hear me just being truthful about <laughs> Mona and the way that she acts, just you'll be able to hit the button. <laughs> Mona, I'm, I got to get back to this. Mona said, he's all right. <laughs> Listen, I promise I asked her yesterday. I said, Mona, were you okay? I said, you, she said, I was just, well, I can't say what she said. No, Mona said when I walked in, they put a sofa in the back. They put us in the middle. We went up on the stage. Mona you said, said we was gonna be VIP. And Mona said that table was so little we felt like we sit <laughs> up. It was tiny. It was four. So, so, so it you, was tiny. Our plates couldn't touch it. The only small person that day was Janet and she was comfortable. <laughs> it wasn't. Ah! It was a square table. It was a round table. And each of us had our own place. Mona, how you was eating like that? It was pretty compact. Like, don't bump my arm to me. But the place Uh -uh. where you... Let me tell you what I looked. You looked at the video. Tamika didn't turn all the way around. (laughs) No, they had our seat placed like that. Tamika turned all the way around, so I'm going to get me some room. I'm going to turn around. (laughs) I did. And I made friends with the people in front of me. I didn't laugh so hard at that, boy. I was laughing. I said, boy. So when Mona got back, Mona, good right. <laughs> Mona, what joke? You didn't remember not one joke the man told? No. <laughs> my, my. I don't. I had lemonade waste on me. It was just a night. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Montreal said the pants was rubber anyway, so they dried it. Yeah, it was a rubber pants, too. <laughs> <laughs> Montreal, this is a <laughs> Did he say that? Yeah, that's what he said. So did your legs get wet for real? No. Oh. My shirt was wet. I didn't know your shirt got, I thought it wasted on your pants. No, it wasted on my shirt. Well, all I want to say is, I just love the response to you all going. Thank you, uh, uh, Stand Up Live. Thank you, Stand Up Live, Thank Leslie. You. Leslie is my friend. I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it. I, I'm, I'm one of those. I make the best of every moment, and I thought it was a good event. I was thankful for, like I said, for the connection that you made with Knox Media Group. Um, I thank Knox Media, um, <laughs> you for your connection that you have with them. That's fun. I'm getting back to the room. I got one more thing. <laughs> Listen, I want to say this. Leslie said she had more people to come from the shows in these last months really? than ever before. Oh, wow. That was You good. know why? Why? 105.1. The music must love the show. Hey, that's it, y'all. She said people are listening to us and they actually come to the show. So that's good. We'll tell her next time Ricky Smiley come, we won't take it. Well, she don't need us to come then. <laughs> <laughs> she don't need us to advertise that. All they do is say Ricky coming. Right. And when they say Ricky coming, he Everybody. sells out. He sells out within the first day. Well, tell her to save us our tickets. Oh, uh, well, you know. We're going to buy Stacey a ticket because she said that, that's the only comedian she wants to that, see. That comes the time. And see, this is the funny part. So, like, uh, Sis Nye didn't want to see uh Earthquake. Earthquake. Mm-hmm. No, nah, I call and so 
when Ricky comes, she probably won't see. Nah, you won't probably won't see him either. Ricky ain't that. He ain't that funny either. To me. I like him. It's <laughs> only so funny. many old folks joke. Women, old folks joke you can tell. Well, when I went to see him, he was on somebody in the cr- in the crowd. So how he gonna be on somebody it's looking just, like who did it? Because it was them? a guy. He was, <clears throat> we was in Atlanta, and the it was like a group of guys. Hold on. <laughs> Mona been there and left. What <laughs> Y'all give it up for Mona. Mona, you know what? You got to go south other than to the casino. You got to go to Mississippi. You've been to Mississippi before you No. She went to the boat. Oh. Anyway. That's how I was saying. I went to- <laughs> Mona said, are we putting up his nothing like that? I went to uh, She tell everybody. I said, Mona, you ever been anywhere? Uh, you go. For- no. You ever been here? No. You ever been here? No. I just gave up on asking. I'm like, no. She ain't been. Mona, but I don't, we we really didn't. That that story right there wasn't funny. What story wasn't funny? What you was getting ready to tell. You don't know. You didn't let me finish. It took too long to get to the Whatever. Part, <laughs> it did not. I'm going to do you like you did earthquake. Look. What a- <laughs> Look. <laughs> Mona, <laughs> Mona put her there I'm like. <laughs> Tamika, wake me up when Stacy get out there. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I was just tired. That could be. That I don't tell the truth. What you, what, what she I probably think. was drunk. Was she drunk? I, no, of course not. Why would I be drunk? <laughs> Give me another one. He ain't funny anyway. <laughs> Help me lighten up the mood because this is a little rough over here. <sighs> look, look at you. <laughs> what was Montreal doing? That's what I want to know. They was both wasting drinks. Y'all wasting drinks? No. What had happened was the table, <laughs> See was, what had the happened table was, was so small. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Jenny had no problem on that side. When Montreal turned around, his elbow hit the glass. Y'all was sitting in each other laughing. They were. Pretty much. Pretty much. Oh, man, that's funny. Hey, y'all, listen. We have... Boy, I hope we be in the same mood when the county commissioner... <laughs> <laughs> Who coming in three? Todd Nix. Todd Nix uh, on his way in, representative y'all. Representative for um, he's I'm running a, for I'm county commission to, district. I'm gonna ask you, do he know earthquake? Oh, okay, that's what I want to know. Do you do you know earthquake? Probably not. Well, listen, if you're running for a position and you're gonna represent the people, you need to know the people. That's right. Yeah. And I want I'm gonna do some math for y'all. I've been mathing this morning. Okay. Because I have my grandkids. So it's your math, got, mathing? Yeah, my grandkids been with me. Then, uh, man, I'm telling you, that's the sweetest thing ever to have your grandkids with you. And they came into the uh, into the office, and they've been pretty much been mashing buttons and everything else. So, and uh, I just love it. So I've been mathing, and I I came up with this. What you come up with? If I can get my grandkids to understand this, we may not be the majority right now, mm-hmm. but we are the decision makers in most elections okay how do you know that if you have two white men running for position okay they're gonna split the white votes yes what makes the difference the black the black vote yeah so quit sitting at home on your blessed assurance talking about your vote don't count right because your vote makes the difference Yes. I'm telling you, your vote <laughs> makes the difference. 
It does. So you need to hear what I said. Do your math. Do the mathing. That makes okay, sense. do the mathing. If you have two black folks running for a position, they're going to split the black vote. So you need to. So you're going to have to have the white vote to make a difference. To make a difference. Oh, boy, I've been mathing this morning. You've been mathing. I've been mathing this morning. Did you math at that banquet yesterday? Man, I mathed at that banquet. Listen, (laughs) I want to tell y'all something. Congratulations to everybody that received a a reward yesterday. Uh, Award, (laughs) not reward. (laughs) I thought I'd try to make Mona laugh, so she ain't laugh at the thing. Mona, this is how you know somebody funny. If you laugh at them when you ain't drunk. Okay. Hey, so congratulations to everybody. Drink. Yeah, I know. You, you, you I, goggle. Well, I'm an occasional drinker. Oh, my. Shit. Don't fall out there. I drink in moderation. Don't fall out that chair. So uh, congratulations <laughs> to all the people that got an award yesterday. Uh, it was a wonderful event, and I'm telling you all, it was a wonderful event. Here's the thing, though. I'm telling y'all, if y'all do this, when y'all do this again, don't have no whole program. Right. Because my mathing was mathing. Mm-hmm. So what? You got to tell people that you're expecting to be there three hours. Oh. Because if you're yeah. not expecting to be there three hours, then your people that's coming with you, they're going to get up and leave. Yes. And I don't like that. So te- if we're going to do a war program, let's do a war program. We're going to have a service. Let's have a service. But when you try to do both in one, both in one and you have 12 groups singing, my mathing was just not working. And and I got them grandkids. Oh, no. That ain't working. David was looking at you like... <laughs> Javid like, oh, this ain't working. Went to sleep. I see. He said, yeah, it ain't mathing. Javid so, was looking like that. Brandon was looking like yeah. that. Hey, listen. I had to leave, man. I had to go. And I didn't want to leave, but I didn't have... I didn't know that we were going to do a whole program. And with my grandkids, oh, my God. Mm-mm, they, my grandkid would look at me and say, "Jaja, <laughs> let's go, Jaja." They, I mean, they go to Holland, but it was a good, it was a good program. I like, I like what the pastor did. He, he had some good people. He recognized the good people, uh, and I noticed the councilwoman. I hope she listening. She ain't mess up on nobody introduction but mine. How did she do that? She kept on running over them words. I said, "Read my stuff." I know what it was though. She did so good on the first part. She just got tongue tied. She did like you did this morning when you said, "What you say?" The black community. What? The, the black community. No, African American. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, she did a great job. Though I, I had, I said I was gonna make sure. I hope she listened. I said I was gonna tell her. You did good on everybody's stuff. Got the mind, and then got. Uh, I, I guess it was two pages long. That what happened. Yeah, it was pretty. <laughs> And the mayor was there. Man, when they got ready to start reading about the mayor, he had he left. They said they were looking for the mayor. Said they looked around. Said they were reading about the things and letter or something he had wrote. He was gone. And they said he was gone. Now you it know was I had already too left. Long. It was too but, long. I'm telling you now. Yeah. But hey, hey, hey look. <laughs> can't you, can't you, can't you, Really, really? <laughs> she said, you really, you really, really go cop. Listen, she said, uh, next is my pastor. Then got to, uh, you got to read all of the lines. I know she, she said it was two pages. 
Yes, it was. They put. I didn't send that to him. I sent. Them I was another wondering thing. what happened because that wasn't what that you was, wrote. Exactly, that wasn't. Because you I didn't wrote. have nothing about your wife. It looked like you were selfish. I you was, had a wife, I the know. grandkids, I or nothing. They had, had a wife, <laughs> they had the grandchildren, didn't have none of that in there. I was like, oh my god. Yeah, but, I was like, this wasn't the write up that you said. I know, and I believe that's what threw everybody. I think that's what threw her off when she was reading it. She's like, yeah. oh, this is his. Resume. resume. <laughs> this is his resume. And I look back there, Mona was back there looking like earthquake, like she's at earthquake. Like Did she have an arm up? No, I did not. Jamie was laying. You didn't go to sleep at that, I know. I did. She said in the very back. The very last row. Rosa Parks they don't sit in back. Well, she said she had to sit by Brandon. Yeah. And Brandon looked like okay. <laughs> it was a good program though. Hey, nice. you know, I, I'm gonna tell you who I like. Uh what's her name? Um Ingo's mom. Yes, Miss Dorothy. She got ready to get loose on y'all. Yes, they oh, cut a song always. off. She said she that always. mic went. We gotta fix that mic though, cause boy, I laughed. Let me get back on. I laughed at K Trainer so hard. I said you was doing good, but that mic about to kill you. Then I laughed at that. What's our musician name? I said Reggie. You was singing yes. hard, but that mic was about to kill you. I mean, Reggie was. They was trying real hard, but that mic, those mics. Mm -hmm. Me and uh Reggie loud anyway. You can hear. No, nah, but Reggie he could he could go he could get it like mic. he wanted. Me and uh 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 Gills. No, uh Kirkman. Kirkman. Me and Kirkman was sitting there and uh we were like, my God, we both are musicians, so it was like really egging us real bad. And we saw the amp and we wanted to go up there and, and work on the amp, but it was like <laughs> <laughs> you can't be going look. You, you, know you can't uh, uh you can't be messing with folks. You can't be messing with folks stuff. You can't mess with folks stuff. And then while I was sitting there, <clears throat> Eric Kirkman began to talk about his son. Oh my listen, his son entered into this contest, came in 30th place to qualify. Mm -hmm. Let me tell y'all something. If y'all don't hear nothing else, where you are in life is not your final destination. That's right. Because if this young man had become discouraged at 30th, Mm -hmm. You know, listen to the Nate. Listen to the Nate say, "Ah, oh, you just barely got in." Guess what he went on to do? What did he do? The won. top vocalist. He won. Won what? From across the country, the next gen national. Oh. So tell everybody what it is. The next gen is a competition. It's a nationwide competition, mm -hmm. actually. And for those who may not know Jalen, but Jalen is at the University of Alabama, Birmingham. And he was named the top vocalist from across the country mm -hmm. in a national competition for young voices singing classic music. So, so oh, he's so, number one. So, next gen is what now? Next gen is a national competition for young voices singing classic music across the nation. Did you know that, Mona? I did not. But wow. thank you for telling me. We just so, we just tried. Congratulations. So congratulations. So he was sitting there talking about that, y'all. And I was like, yeah, that's what's up. I mean, his yeah. son came in to qualify was the 30th. So if he had had if he hadn't had a good rearing from his mom and dad, who are very busy in yes. the community. Yes. And his mother is the Dean of Nursing. Dean of Nursing over at UNA. And his dad is the principal over at Kilby. So if he hadn't had that good push, my goodness, when he came in 30th, boy, he would have listened to some folks say, well, you barely made it. No, 
but it probably I'm in was that. something that said that. I'm in there. Not only was he in there, he won. <laughs> yeah, first place. That's amazing. And, and then the dad said they didn't realize what all, what all it encompassed. <laughs> this boy finna travel all over seas and everywhere else. That is wonderful. That is. That's great. I wonder. That's amazing. Mona. Yes. Where is earthquake going next? <laughs> Probably um, home. Atlanta. Well, that's what he said. He said he was going home. So yep. listen, I need you to reach out to earthquake and uh, let him know. Uh, let him know what? That he ain't no back. He he didn't he didn't know who you were. Okay. Tell him you and your feelings about that. And he did all that. No. Tell about some my boo. And that's my boo. He all right. He see a lot of people. <sighs> all I know is that was funny. Anyway, y'all, listen. We had a good time. So, Pastor, um, the pastor. Pastor Anderson. Anderson. <laughs> yeah, Pastor Anderson. Great job. Great job. Great job. I, hey, listen. So, I like what he said, too. He said, we starting to, we're starting. going to show up in some places where we yeah, were supposed, supposed to be. To be. Right. Come on, somebody. That's right. Y'all better hear me when I tell you, okay? Y'all not listening to me because everybody is thinking this. And let me say this to the African-American community. Let me say this to the black folk. Quit fighting one another. Amen. Quit fighting one another and recognize that there's power. Even when you're a minority, there's still power. And then let me tell you to the brown folk. Brown folks, quit fighting the black folk. We all in the same boat. Except the wrong thing. We we didn't volunteer to come over in the boat. They don't like y'all either. That's what I'm trying to tell you. They Thanks. don't like y'all either. So why you, why you can't stick with it? I don't understand that. And let me tell you something else. To all the white folks, all white folks ain't bad, exactly. No, and all black folks ain't good. They're not. <laughs> no. oh, okay then. So, You're but right. but one thing you need to understand is your voice counts. Don't let nobody tell you that your voice does not count. I don't care what's the makeup of this show's area. Your voice count. It does. That's right. And you need to understand that. One, listen, 13 votes can decide a mayor. That's it. Hello, somebody. Right. Not, not, you there? Yeah. <laughs> I got oh, a black you checked out moment. Like, hold on, you checked out like you did at the I concert. Was, you was talking. Your head and went back. Was you, a head back like that? No. Mona, when you at church praying, when you at, when you at the concert, Right now, long. <laughs> I promise. I was like, the lemonade was probably too sweet. You had your stomach bubbling. <laughs> you had your stomach bubbling. Oh no, I was just sleepy. Oh, okay. I promise. So, what was Montreal doing while you doing all that? He was on that sleep too. <laughs> Both of them on it. You ain't take that picture. Oh, God. Man, you should have took that picture. We'd have put it up right now. Listen. I was not asleep. I said I was sleepy. I Ho didn't go to sleep. Hold on, y'all. Let's talk about this. Man, let me tell y'all, congratulations to Montreal yes. Mama and Daddy. Uh, they received a reward yesterday. Award yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> and they got a reward and an award. Yes, they so, did. Um, they were just, I mean, they're, that was good. I really enjoyed the, the program. Oh, I hate that Because uh, they were very, very happy about it. And uh, Montreal had all his brothers and sisters. Had his brothers all of his there. kids. All his kids oh, was there. Nice. The church was packed because he had all his kids there. Um, and yeah, yeah, I got it. So, <laughs> kids and, and grandkids. Kids and grandkids. Okay. And, and y'all, we came in 
Um, we came in, everybody was sitting down. Montreal looked around and started crying. He did. No. He started crying Stacey and then started crying. Started crying. <laughs> oh. It was just, they just crying. And, uh, you know, everybody looked around and they say, I searched all over. Couldn't find no Mona. <laughs> I looked high and low. Still couldn't <laughs> find no Mona. Look. And so I, I had to tell for Mona, like cousin, uncle, cousin was, is your cousin? My cousin. Her cousin was being uh, crowned as a deacon, so she had to be there to support him. And uh, somebody else was doing a first cert with Kurt me and Kurt. Royce McCroskey. Yeah. So oh, y'all had a busy day. Yeah. Very so busy. I, I spoke up for you, Mona. See? Did you? Yeah, I spoke up because everybody asked, what Mona bake? I said she had to be at her church. <laughs> now, one I thing about it. I would have been there. Okay. So uh, <laughs> one thing about it, Janet and I were sitting in the back of the church, and we looked around, and Janet said, my phone is going off. And she says, Mona. I said, well, look out. Won't he do it? Oh, it's my yesterday. Yeah, she showed up. Yeah. And I was wondering, what was you going to make it, Mona? You were? Yeah. Why was you wondering that? Because you... Because she was... wanted to go home and go to sleep. You really wanted to... You weren't, you weren't, you weren't feeling it, were you? Yeah. God, that God knows she... <laughs> Oh, she, did. she didn't cut up today, Mona. You've been cutting up all day. I mean, all day. But Mona, I'll tell you what. I was very well pleased with the people. But I again, I think we got to do better right. on supporting events. One another. And, and here's what I'm going to say this, and I know somebody may get mad, but you'll be okay. Stop supporting events just because who you like is doing the event. Look yes. at the big picture. What are you showing the what are you showing people when we don't have when we have support events? Yes. And then you run over and support anything they throw up. I mean, the little the 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 vision board, uh again, uh thank you to the uh Abernathy and yes. the part uh Jason Graham with right. the handirect. And then yes. again, thank you. And then you gotta include, and this is one thing I was thinking about this too. You got to include, we got to thank uh, the councilwoman for yes. pushing uh, and allowing them to get the, the center and make sure that they was able to use the Coliseum. You got to understand, y'all, we got to work this thing. We got to work together. And and I promise you, that event was a nice event. It was, it was. very nice. It was a very nice event. Especially for the first one. And mm -hmm. it wasn't for black people only. No. That's what people fail to realize. I heard had a lot of people say, well, and what I like is, did you see the people that the mixed kids that were there? Yes. Mm -hmm. I said, I like that. I like that. Mm -hmm. That was very nice. And and a lot of grandparents brought their mixed children there. It was nice. Because they wanted them to identify. And you know, that speaks volume that when you have white grandparents, sister not, uh, <laughs> that want you to identify mm -hmm. with who you are. Yes. Now you see, you see how big that speaks, how much volume that speaks for a grandparent to be uh, uh, be white and their grandchild to be black, and they brought them to an African American event so that they can understand who they are. Yes. yes. Because one day they're gonna grow up and leave the house, and when you leave that house, people are gonna treat you a little different, mm -hmm. whether you like it or not. That's true. And I and I I like I I like the idea of all of us being on one accord. But one thing about it, y'all, it don't always work like that. No, it doesn't. But that's the biggest thing we need to get back to. Uh, like you say, working together, sticking together, supporting one another, no matter who's throwing the event, who's over the event. Because um, everything ain't for everybody. Um, and I think you explained that yesterday. We got to stop thinking negative in the beginning. You know, we got to 
change our mindset, and that's the biggest who, thing. Who, what 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 you talking about? Somebody put who put you down on the radio? Let's see what you talking about. Say who put you down? Somebody just said congratulations to you, and then you turn around to my somebody put you down on radio. So, but you know we got to change our mindset. Yeah, we're gonna change a whole lot of mindset around here if folks don't start appreciating folks for helping them, and instead of always trying to go negative. So, I, like I said yesterday in church, you had to change your mindset, watch what you say to people, and start being more appreciative and not always trying to look for something negative to say. Because I'm telling you, this mic is louder than one voice. Because when we talk, we're people in the cars are listening, people at home are listening, people online are listening. Stop picking fights with one another and learn how to work together and stop looking and trying to find something wrong in everything that's being said. It's like, if I want to have a problem, it doesn't matter what Mona say, I will find a problem with it. Right. Stop looking for a problem and learn how to support and learn how to be who you say you are in public and in private. Point, period. Point blank, period. Period. <laughs> because I'm telling you, enough is enough. And you got to quit crying wolf all the time. And then that's what get me. Folks, it, folks are always crying wolf and be the main one causing the problem. So we're here. We're going we're gonna to tell the narrative just like it is. We ain't going to do like Mona say, are we going to tell the truth? We're going to tell the truth. <laughs> Mona, they heard you on Twitter. I'm telling you, I'm just telling you what the folks said. They say, let Mona them know. <laughs> Mona, you forgot that thing was out. <laughs> But I'm telling y'all, we can no longer do that. We got to be truthful, and we cannot treat people different according to whatever. The truth got to be the truth. And what I'm telling people from now, be grateful that people are talking and, and saying stuff and, and stop trying to find a problem with it. Right. Ain't no problem. Ain't nobody trying to have no in, in any little thing. Stop being happy about, you know, we got to be happy, especially in our community. Our community, boy, we 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 cut each other so it don't even make sense. Makes no sense. Makes none whatsoever. So I'm telling you, I'm trying to make sure you understand in 2024, every vote counts. That's right. 25, every vote counts. Hear me when I tell you, it counts. Watch how you handle people because every vote counts. Don't show up trying to be nice to me now that it's election time. Uh, show up when it ain't election time. And be consistent and be, be who consistent. you are every right. time. Because I'm going to tell you. Yes. I'm like a, uh, they told me I'm like a bad refrigerator. You're bad. <laughs> well, I, I want to be a bad refrigerator and tell some good news. Okay. What happened? My college friend. Oh, uh, yeah. Is actually Z Captain Zeta Merchant. Um, she, she's the commander of Port of New York. She soon will become the highest ranking black woman in the Coast Guard's 233 year history as she attains the rank of Admiral. So in April, she will be Admiral for the Coast Guard. And as of February the 2nd, Captain Zeta Merchant, they have made a day for her. Oh, it's called wow. the Zeta Merchant Day for the Port of New York. That's good. So congratulations. She is a Tougaloo graduate. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, look out now. <laughs> 
So I, I asked Tamika, I said, where'd she go to Jackson State? She said, no. No. <laughs> Tougaloo. <laughs> well, congratulations to you. Yes. Yeah, so that was very That's exciting. Amazing. It is, you know, people that look like us. Yeah. Making history. Um, so, and it just, you know, I was telling, I was talking to a friend, and it makes it's really good when you really truly know know this person. Yeah. Hey, we got a new show coming up. Yes, we do. On March the seventh, um, we'll have Susan Bentley, who will start a show, and her first show is on weight loss, Mona. Okay. Listen, this women's woman, weight loss. Listen, I'm ready. Doc got some, uh, and let me tell y'all something. <clears throat> what do you call uh, nurse practitioners, uh, doctor, or or, yes. or whether you call them nurse practitioners? I don't know why people try to get on that too, and then people try to do that to try to be demeaning or belittle a uh, person. Yeah, a uh, belittle person. Talking about well, he ain't no doctor, she ain't no doctor, she a nurse practitioner. Well, when we go, if they don't tell you they're a nurse practitioner, you don't know. Exactly. When you go, no, you, when you, know, go to, you go to you go to Clinic, you go in that corner, you be like, "Hey," and you tell them what's wrong. You you're a doctor or are you a nurse practitioner? You yes. don't never ask that. You just ask. You know, as long as they take care good care of you, that's all that counts. Because I think over seventy percent of the ones that's practicing now are nurse practitioners. Well, if the truth be told, the people that do the work are the nurses. Right. And then the truth be told, the people that do the work are the CNAs. The CNAs work harder than anybody. Yes. Having to clean somebody and they all that. work harder than anybody, and then the LPNs as well. See, you get less work as you go further up the chain. Yes. And so they want to say, listen, this nurse practitioner here, y'all, she she knows she's talking about. She got this new new thing that she's doing, new regimen that she's doing, and people are losing weight. Yes, that's oh. amazing. Yeah, so she's gonna be, uh, and she got some more topics that she talked about. Oh man. I believe some men going to want to hear about that. Yes. What's that? <sighs> we'll let her talk about it, Mona. Mona ready. Because <laughs> Mona said she won't be on that show then. Yes. Mona, no, I'm talking about she got show. some topics. Because she was talking about dryness and all this other stuff. And, and she said, don't be embarrassed. You'll be able to call in and you'll be able to email or you'll be able to chat your questions. And I think it's going to be interesting. So it'll be once a week. And you'll be able to on tune Thursdays. in on Thursdays and hear her live and ask questions live. Call in. Yes, yes call in. So I think it's going to be interesting. So anyway, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Listen, we got coming up. We got a couple more. Uh, yes. Couple more questions and and couple more things. Mona, what you got to talk about? You got something to talk about? Well, yes. Guess what happened? What happened? No, I was asking. I ain't want you to talk about it right now. Uh, <laughs> I was just trying to see. If well. You know, Whatever. You got some, do you have some job? <laughs> Mona, you know your girl was uh, nominated for. Um, Hold on, I'm finna go to break. Oh. I ain't trying to get y'all to go to no conversation. I'm trying to figure what you got to talk about. Though. A woman. What about? <laughs> Who? A woman, she lost uh, $823,000 injury case. Okay, well, we'll be back and you're gonna get ready to tell them about that. Okay. okay, that's what I wanted you to do right there. <laughs> and you listen to 105.1. The music, music muscle, muscle of the show. Friend, also my man. 
105.1. The music muscle of the shows. You done went out and got a guest. I did. I went out and got Todd Nix. How you doing today, Todd? I'm good. How are y'all doing? Great. Yeah. Mona, How are you? They in the hall talking about their two daughters together. <laughs> Shooting balls. That's what they was talking about. Yeah, ain't now one of their daughters want a car. I want a car shooting balls. <laughs> they out there talking about their daughters. I thought at least they gonna talk about me winning a car, you know. But, yeah, right. Uh, yeah, but uh I know now when I kept on I look I looked at him and I said, I know you from somewhere. He said, Kiwanis. <laughs> <laughs> so we served together in the Kiwanis yes, and sir. um I remember you were retiring yes, sir. to start back work. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and he retired to start back work, Mona. Okay. I was retired for, left, retired on Friday, went back to work Monday. Look at that. <laughs> wow. So uh, the first question, we got we got a set of questions that we're going to just tell you. We're asking the same questions to everybody. So they sure. say, yeah. So sure. uh, the first question is, uh, we want to know, can you introduce yourself and share uh, what motivated you to run for this position as county commissioner? Absolutely. Thank you all for the opportunity. First of all, uh, I'm proud to be here and excited to be here. I'm Todd Nix. I'm from Lauderdale County. I've lived here my whole life, except for a brief time while I was in the Army. I lived in Texas, and when my time was up, I came back here. I'm a product of the school system here. I uh, have a lot of family and friends here. Uh, I served almost a decade with the Florence Police Department after the military. Then I went into administration I ran parks and recreation, arts and museums, animal control, urban forestry, and the city cemetery. And I started out, and I want to make sure that I include this, I started out at the city as a volunteer. And then like I went, you, Mama. Yeah, you volunteered like you <laughs> That's right. Then I went part-time, and then I went full-time, and I had 29 years. And I uh, took a look at the opportunity to retire because the school system had a partnership job where I would go out and create partnerships, which means mostly I find jobs for young people because I was concerned about where we were headed in the workforce, right? And I have three kids and three grandkids. I've been married to my wife, Alicia, for 25 years. And I looked at around, I looked around at where we are headed politically, and it's hard to get people to do these jobs. And so I believe we are here to serve and not be served. And I said, you know what? I feel led to do this. And, and, I, and I just want to serve my community, and I'm here by choice. That's why I came back home from Texas. Oh, okay. wow. So you you were stationed in Texas? Yes, sir. And you joined the Army? Yes, sir. 17. <laughs> Y'all happy. <laughs> hey, hey, Mona, watch this, Mona. <laughs> we got Air Force in the house. <laughs> yes. Hey, yes. Thank you for your service. <laughs> Listen, I appreciate it. I tell everybody I'm always meddling, but guess what? That is a sacrifice to join the military. Yes, sir. And a lot of people don't even, don't even appreciate it. But, you know, in order for us to be free, somebody had to fight for us. Everything that we enjoy today in one way or another, whether it's military or whatever uh, occurred and, and getting laws passed and all this, somebody is willing to fight and die for it. And, and very likely somebody has. That's good. That's good. To me, what's your next question? How do you plan to ensure that your policies um, and considerate of the diverse needs to the, our community? Well, most, most people here like you, Tamika, know me. And the best predictor of the future is the past. And so what I tell people is when you want to know about me, feel free to ask your friends. You know, um, and I, I'll tell you, I was talking to Marcus Johnson this morning, who, who he and I worked together. And I was talking with Mr. Pendleton last week and um, Ronald Rutland and, and Ricky Cole are friends of mine. And, they, and most of those guys grew up with me. And I have always been 
a person that has grown up with friends that are very diverse and I have grown up in a community that is diverse. And if you know me and you can follow me throughout my career, part of what made me successful was being able to be fair and to be uh, a person that treated everybody equally. And so we have federal laws and we have state laws and we have policies and procedures. And 20 years as a government administrator, what my specialty may be, right, is making sure policies and procedures are fair because I've helped pass them and to make sure they're inclusive because I've helped pass them and enforce them. And that's our motto here at Knox Media Group is love, unity, and diversity. And that's what we work towards is trying to make sure, understand that we're here, we're the voice. We're not just here for one separate race. We're here for the voice. And we want everyone to be treated equally. And when people go into uh, politics, you know, you're always speaking on what you're going to do. But we want to follow the um, guidelines through to make sure what you say you're going to do. We want to make sure we're the voice. We want to make sure you're going to actually implement what you say you're going to do. Well, that's why I always say the best predictors of the past. And your daughter's played basketball for me. And um, I believe that we are responsible for bringing up our young people and honoring our elderly people and being inclusive with the, the, the young, especially. That's why I'm in the education business now. And you, you can verify these things that um, as a coach, I can be as tough as I have to be, but I'm going to love on them and teach them good things. Well, that's good. But let me ask you another question, yes, sir. The, 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 the key thing is, and we notice here in this area, the population makeup, uh, the diversity is 13% of the population is African-American. Um, and in government, most people I found, I've been here five years, a lot of people overlook the African-American communities uh, per se because they like we got the majority already. So what's your thought on that? I'll tell you, as a former administrator, one of the things that concerned me the most was trying to get out and, and get more African-American citizens to apply for government jobs because it, we didn't have very many, especially in law enforcement, in parks and recreation. Now, two things is happening in our world right now. One, there's tons of jobs avail available. Mm -hmm. And two, they pay a lot more than government jobs. Opportunity right now abounds, especially in the trade and labor field, um, from your pipe fitters, electricians, um, even plumbers now start out at about 75,000. Jay, you working at workforce. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. When I come home from the Army, when I came home from the Army, there weren't jobs. Ford had just closed, and that's where my dad worked. Um, but now these kids have opportunities, and if they will just, we teach them this, when the spotlight's on you, you got to dance. And right now, if you will seize this moment and be accountable, you can go out and get a job and make really, really good money. Yeah, you can. But see, the thing about that, in the city hall right now, in the city of Florence, I use them for example, is not one black supervisor, administrator. So I know that when Chief Perkins uh, was still there when I retired, mm -hmm. so I don't know. Uh, I've been going about four and Chief a half Perkins, years. Chief so Perkins, that's the fireman? He was a fire chief. Yeah, so once he retired, none. So that leads, and, and we tell our kids this, and I understand what you're saying, but we're telling our kids, hey, we've got to push, be your best. But when you look at government and you look at people that's in charge of your city, they don't look nothing like you. So what is it as a county commissioner are you going to do to help us 
And even as a radio station, we we're trying like we go out and try to get people to advertise with us. And people honestly tell us we don't need your business or they don't listen to your type. Of we music. don't listen to your type of music. And so as a county commissioner, how are you going to help the whole show's area become more inclusive versus we really don't have to deal with you all? Well, when law enforcement really changed in the 60s is when law enforcement realized we need to go into the minority communities, whether they're African-American, Hispanic, or Vietnamese, and get people to come and wear this uniform so that people feel like they're being represented. I talked to the fire department in the county the other night and said, if I'm elected, I want to put money towards education and recruiting. Retainment is important, absolutely, but we need to recruit, and we've got to get these people out in uniforms and in the schools and letting them see. Dr. Shaw, the superintendent's dad, worked with mine at Ford, along with Leonard Skipworth and other people that y'all know that was friends with my dad. And Dr. Shaw said his hero and role model was another guy that lived in his neighborhood that worked at Ford because of the car he drove and how he represented himself. I want to get our folks out in the schools, and it starts with the young people letting them see, hey, I want to be like that fireman. I want to be like that police officer. That's how I wound up in the military and the police department was letting myself see me in that uniform, right? So my answer to you is we've got to get out and recruit and we've got to do it in a younger crowd because if you start in that 17, 18 year old group, it's going to be tough or college. I'm talking elementary and letting them see people that look like them from all walks of life and encourage them by handing them educational materials going, join us. And the truth of the matter is the kids call it swag, but if we can make it cool, mm. right? <laughs> yeah, we right. Make, like the TV shows when I was little, Adam 12, if y'all, y'all, y'all may not be old enough to remember that, but emergency, <laughs> another, uh, they old, they know, but if we can, we can make it cool <laughs> to want to be like these folks, that's what it's going to take is getting out and talking to people. And I'll say this, and this is for my son and all of y'all's kids too. We have done a job over the years telling kids they gotta go to college. Well, I'm gonna tell you this, you don't have to to make a living that is no. now. You can make $100,000 in a hurry. A plumber at Shows MPE now after two years can start off at 75. We can make some really good money and we've gotta start telling kids, walk your walk and do what you feel like you were here to do. If it's work with your hands and work outside, do it. Just make sure you love it, and 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 you only get one time around this rock, right? Right. Yes. You utilize what skills you've been given and what your love is. Well, I tell you what, y'all paying good over there at the sidewalk. <laughs> yes, Man, sir. Kids going over there working. And I'm like, wow, y'all. I mean, that's a wonderful program. That's a wonderful partnership. We so so you talk about um, minorities in, in the workplace. A lot of ours are African-American or Hispanic. We had 30 graduate last year. We offered 10 full-time jobs. Five wow. of these kids took it. This first year, they're going to make over $50,000, and they're 18 years old. That's a generational changer right. For, right. for a lot of these mm -hmm. folks, right? That, that For me, I'm going to tell you, that was more than I made my first two and a half years as a teacher. $50,000, and they're 18, working four days on and then three or four off. We... we um, what blesses me is looking at a kid who doesn't have a whole lot and he may not even have a bed to sleep in. And I tell him, if you will come to work and you will meet your responsibility of percentages on your, your computer or your workstation, you do what you're supposed to. And you come every day, we're going to hire 150 people full time next year. You'll get one. 
And if you'll stay in five years, you can make seventy-five, eighty thousand dollars a year. That's a game changer. Game changer. Wow. Game yes, changer. Definitely. Mona B, what's it your is. question? Okay. Can you share your understandings of the specific challenges and opportunities facing the African American community in our county? So here's my thought from coming from someone who's has a Native American background, right? I thought you looked like my <laughs> Come on, yes. look. I say he looked like my granddad. Did you get the yes. nose and all that? Yes. Black, See, I yeah. used to have black hair. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you, yeah, did. you did. <laughs> when I remember. first met you. <laughs> so we are who we are because of what we tell ourselves. We have got to do a better job as, bear with me on this, especially as men in our homes and reaching out to our young people. A lot of what they get in our programs today are mentoring. Right. Mm -hmm. And I know Dr. Shaw and Dr. Shepard are involved with groups that are doing that already. But we have got to be willing to reach out into our community and engage the youth and talk to them about living and doing right and believing and believing, Tamika, that kids that play for me, my daughter and hers played defense to a high level. And it's because of the way they were taught defense. They were taught to be predators on the court. We want to be predators in the workforce, and we want to be lambs outside of there. We've got to teach them who their heroes need to be. I want to reach out through our education system and use our folks to go out and help teach life lessons. And it starts, I honestly think, with the men in our homes and, and with father figures, because I think that's where a lot of them, you know, for years I was a, uh, um, a contractor for DHR, and most of my clients were six to 11 year old African-American males. And the simple truth is I, they were going tight on what you're doing, but, the, but these kids are doing well in school. These kids are doing this. It's simply because I was spending time with them and teaching them a daily living plan and loving on them, to be honest. And you talked about unity with Dr. King. We're gonna do so much more when we realize people are people and there is hope and there is unity and there is opportunity abounding. Well, I'm, I'm getting ready to give you one of these hot topics. <laughs> this one right here, this is a hot topic. This is what everybody okay. want to hear, especially on the, uh, in the African-American community. Were you the director of the Handy Center? No, sir. I was the community services director. I'm chief administrator of, at that time, of Parks and Recreation. But Nate Morris was the uh, Handy Recreation Supervisor. Yes. Okay, so what did you do for the Handy Rec Center? We spent, a, we spent a lot of time and effort and money there. We redid the pools. We redid. We painted. We did. It must the game been thirty rooms. years ago when you redid the pool. No, I wasn't there then. I mean, we. Because <laughs> if you go I, to that hand center, it, it's a crime shame. You know, I only been here five years, and when I went over there, I was like, "Oh my god!" And so, so my question is, you you were director, and you all redid the pools then, but now, what do you think about the city only spending six hundred oh, million dollars? To, re, to partially re, remodel the Head and the Rec Center. Here, here's what I would like to see happen. In all I told you they're going to be the hot. If we're going to spend money, and you know we're going to, let's spend it on stuff that benefits our youth and our seniors that need somewhere to go, and let's make things more local because that's what we're trying to do is keep people where they don't have to drive, where they can walk to parks, they can go to green spaces. 
I'm good with building like, for example, a new municipal building because it's lived its lifespan. And here's what you're looking for. Has the Handy Recreation Center lived its lifespan? Yes. So if we're gonna spend a million, let's get a total on what it's gonna take to completely redo it and include more broadband and more innovation. Today's young people like you and I, sir, aren't gonna play outside like we did. They're gonna want more things that are engaging and innovative. So to answer your question, I would like to know, why don't we just go ahead and let's redo the center? Let's make it top notch. I drove through Florence Boulevard yesterday and I saw the phase one of, of Cherry Hill homes that are being redone and it's beautiful, right? You've seen that. It's yeah. absolutely beautiful. Oh yeah. I'm all for it. So I think the more that we can do, if we're going to spend money, when they asked me about kids getting free lunches today, everybody, I'm like, if we're going to feed people, let's feed our kids first, right? Because some of them don't eat when we're out. So I'd like the idea of, of, of building a new one in state of the art and an innovation center there. Well, let me, another question. So, you know, the councilwoman, uh, Katrina Simmons is actually my member. Yes. Yeah, yes. she's my member. So right. one of the things she says I, this is my pastor, and she yes, introduces yes, you every time. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I know that's a must. She yes, has to do that. That's right. I told you, you know, I get on the that's mic. That's right. I be talking. I said that's my member. And but let me let's... make sure you know that I'm not going to tell something here that's not true. When Katrina okay. first asked me what I thought about that, uh-huh. I said I don't know. I said I don't know because I don't know all the information. So when okay. she and I got talking after we were done, I went and looked. Okay. Because at the time, I wasn't just going to tell her, hey, let's do it. I wanted to go find out what what the real deal was. And I see it's probably lived its lifespan. So so now I know firsthand she's pushing to move the locker room. You going to support on that? Sure. No, I mean, I, I, I don't know why we – I don't see why we wouldn't, right? I mean, there are things that we can – if there's – 10 questions and we have a lot of commonalities. I know eight of them we're going to agree on. So that's not going to one we're going to be divided on. Yeah. So, because that's a hot topic, it's a hot issue in the African American community right now. That, that, that handy rec center is, is like been uh, something because we find that our kids, Mona kids, um, JV, want to be able to walk to the somewhere where he can learn, play. And I like what you just said innovation. Yes. Because JV don't want to go out. Our kids no longer want to climb the monkey bar. Right. No. That's right. They're different than us. We wanted to build forts or play in the woods. Yeah. Whatever sport was in season, they want to be innovative and do things digitally. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. Now that's one of the things because you know now one of the things that people are gonna say we're not gonna tear down the handy handy uh, handy wreck because right. of the historical thing. So you're saying uh, how would you fix that? You you want to build a different center and then make that a historical one of the things i've seen schools do is have a have the have a section of the historical building and build around it like an innovation center oh, okay and i'm talking where there is high speed internet yeah broadband look and also some gaming where they can learn to uh do coding and programming that's yeah that's because it. that's mm-hmm. the future and what's hard for me <laughs> listen when it comes to IT stuff, logging in, even things like that, it's not how I grew up. But for them, it's second nature, and they can build on it, right? right? But we need to provide the opportunities. We need a strong workforce that has skills, and, and some of them are simple as them doing things repetitively. Right. So what what is it that the county commissioner, what is, see, I'm from Mississippi. So in Mississippi, we call you all county supervisors, and it's five. 
and the county supervisors are the one that dictate the money that's spent in the county. So is that the same uh, job description here? It's the same. Now, what I offer is different. Okay. And here's why. We have not used this county commissioner role to be the professional person it can. And here's an example. This is important. This county commission role has City of Florence Council Districts 1, 2, 5, and 6, St. Florine, Waterloo, and half the rural county. What I'm offering is to go to our state and federal representatives and go, what about my people? Because they will tell you, and I'm up front with them, and I have talked to the um, person running against Mr. Holcomb, who's running against Congressman Adderhold, and I have said this. If I have four out of six city council districts, St. Florine, Waterloo, and half the rural county, I need you to hear me. If you don't help us, I will help your opponent. And if my folks will listen to me, if they don't help us with our tax dollars that we have sent off, and I come out and say, hey, this person is not helping, then we need to make a change. You sound like the radio station. <laughs> I just told the people, don't I don't care what nobody tell you. You may be the minority, but if you got two white men running, guess what? You finna split the white vote. Guess who's gonna make the difference? Y'all better get up and go vote. Listen, yes. here, here's the thing I want to talk about on that. And I'll do a, I'm gonna do a commercial with y'all too. Yes. This is important. We have got to make people start earning our vote. Right. Hear that. Exactly. You're speaking a good thing. <laughs> so, I, look, I'm, I'm telling you, I have never been a politician, but I have looked at this. If people do... What, what make the, you want to stop being a politician? Yeah. I feel like if I don't, then who? I don't have to do it. I have a pension. I have health insurance. I have VA insurance. But that I look VA at insurance good. <laughs> I got it, boy. Yes, I got sir. It. Every time something hurts, I say I can go to the doctor. <laughs> Forever, forever, forever. But I look at what's what's going on around us, and I go, if we don't get good people running, sir, we're going to wind up picking the best of the worst candidates, right? Yeah, Joe Byron and Donald Trump. Yes. So we're going to be we're going to have extremists, right? Right, right. right. We, so when 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 people go vote, there was a Hispanic community during the last presidential election in South Texas. They're Democrats. They voted Republican. Sure did. The Democrats came in and spent millions in the community. The Republicans came back and doubled it. And what they proved was what I'm saying. If we make people earn our vote, we got a chance to change the world. Listen, if historically the boxes that always vote for Democrats voted Republican, it would be national news and both parties would flood right here in Florence, Alabama and go, let us help you. But if you keep doing what you're doing, you're going to keep getting what you're getting. And, and how many times have you seen politicians going door to door in minority communities? The Republicans will tell me, hey, you can't get that vote. The Democrats will go, hey, they've already got that vote. And I'm like, listen, you don't know how many of these people are my friends, right? Mm -hmm. if, if, if they will come out on March 5th, because there's no Democrats running, if See? they will come out and they went to school with me or played sports in um, – with me at McFarland or wherever, with W.L. Smith, if you will come out and vote Republican and vote Todd Nix, you'll shock the world, and it could make national news. So, 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 so this is what he's saying. So, make sure everybody understands because we just talked about this the other day. A lot of people think that they can't vote Republican because they voted Democratic. 
that's not true. That's not true. When you go there, March 5th, they will ask you which ballot you want. The only Democrat running, I believe, will be President Biden. He does have a competitor. But the local races, people that you know and grew up with that have a chance to help you are all on the Republican ballot this time. Right. Yeah. So, so Mona, that clarifies what we were talking about. What we were talking about the other day because yeah. we get people saying, well, if we're Democrat, why can't we vote? Republican, and if we vote Republican, why can't we vote Democrat? And somebody came in and told us they said one of our uh, Democratic uh, executive members uh, voted Republican, and people were like mad. But you can vote that way and still go back to your your ticket when you come back around. When you come back around in November, yeah. you can See? vote for whoever. And I encourage people look at the candidates. If you get, if you ask around. Tamika's sitting right here, and you ask. We don't bleed, Tamika. Well, <laughs> you did better ask well, somebody else's name. Mona, when he did better ask somebody else's name? He, he tell him about Tamika. Y'all know she's sitting right here, yeah, right? I know, right? Right, 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 right. She can hear you. Yeah. <laughs> but I will tell you, look, if you call me, the only promise I've made people is I will call you back. I will fight to do everything I can to help you, but you've got to help me. The, the people have a voice. Make people earn your vote. Don't just give it to them because if they know they're going to get it for free and they don't have to earn it, they're not going to help you. That's just the simple truth. But I tell you what, we so appreciate you coming in. And, and now I'm going to tell you now, you win, I'm going to call you. Please. And then I'm going to hold you to everything you can see. <laughs> yes, yes, definitely. And say, now you got on this mic talking about what you're going to do. <laughs> and you ain't called us back yet. Well, I'm prior military and police, and a guy asked me a question the other day, and I know he probably didn't like my answer. He asked me, he said, why are you Republican? And I told him, and I told him, I said, look, I have never done this. I only know to tell you the truth. Right. My dad said, look, it's easier to tell the truth than remember a story. Go ahead and tell it. Hey, right. He know he owe Mona. What he <laughs> said? My dad says he didn't tell the truth and tell a story. <laughs> a story. We just laugh. talking about wording. Words, sir. Word we just couldn't say. That's right. <laughs> hey man, we appreciate you coming in, and uh, we wish you uh, the best of luck. Or should we say, may God continue to bless you upon your uh, candidacy. And tomorrow we have your uh, opponent that yes. be here. Yes, sir. Uh, he's coming in, and this is what I tell people. Stop falling out with people because they're running for the same position. We still can vote for who you want to vote for, and we still can get along. Absolutely. This is this is something I've learned. I've gotten a great education. Sometimes supporters are more hardcore than the candidates are because wherever I go, Wesley and I, a lot of times we'll sit together See? and talk because we have so many commonalities. I'm glad people are willing to put their name out there and run for an office because I'm telling you, the day's coming where they're not going to do it. These daylight you can try to work and take off early and work till 9 or 10 p.m. And so, I mean, it's all been good, but it, it it's hard and it's tough. And um, I just want people to be willing to do it. But I need people to understand you have a voice. You have a vote. I've always told people this. I have 30 votes because my family and friends know that I vet the candidates, right? They'll right. call me and go, hey, who you vote for on this? Because I've mm -hmm. looked at it. You vote like your life depends on it every time, every time, because we don't know that it don't depend on it. Right. Exactly. Sure. Right. You sound like me. So, hey, y'all, listen, y'all heard it for yourself. Now you had to make your decision on who fits your life better. 
That's how, and, and once again, I said it yesterday, I said it again, we said it the day before. Don't vote for folks because it's just Democrat. Don't vote for folks just because they're Republican. Don't vote for folks just because they're black. And don't vote for them just because they're white. Yes, right. Vote for them because they're right. Yes, sir. Right is right, wrong is wrong. And that's what I stand on. And, you know, people say, well, how can you say that about Joe Byron? I say, right is right, wrong is wrong. Yes, sir. And and how can you say that about Donald Trump? Right is right, wrong is wrong. So uh, we wish you well. I mean, it's good to hear that you're willing to put your neck out here because being a politician, man, this is, hey, you getting ready. You just signed up for something. You, good, your hair already white. So you know. <laughs> that's, that's wisdom. Now, and let me say this. Thank you all so much because you didn't have to do this. Yes. I appreciate you taking the time and inform the people to, to be able to make a better decision. And I'm glad my opponent is coming on because you, they need to meet people. They need to research them. And, and it matters. And if it weren't for people like you all willing to do this instead of other ways, you could probably make more money. People would really have no idea. So thank you so much. Yes. That's great. Look, Thank my you. look, my phone blowing up right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all, we got to go. We ain't got time for the more. Look, they sending all kinds of questions right now. Yes. Hey, listen, thank you so much for thank coming in. Thank you, Todd, in. for coming Thank on. you. Yes, hey, y'all, get ready. We'll be back tomorrow at 12 o'clock, 12, 12 o'clock with the same people. To, you're going to tell the truth tomorrow. And Twitter, yes. thank y'all for tuning in. Thank y'all yes. so much. Tomorrow, hey, we'll be live on Instagram, Facebook, 105.1, 101.5, 3 And we'll have a special guest tomorrow. Who? Candidate uh, Wesley Smith. Wesley Smith. But today we had the one and only. Todd Nick. Hey, y'all, listen. I can tell you, all I know about you, you're a good man. Thank you, sir. So, Appreciate you know, but hey, Same. listen. You're a good man. I appreciate you. And once again, I pray that God continue to bless you and everywhere your foot should tread be given unto you. Thank and you. Mona, you got anything she want to say? No. Mona didn't got quiet. She, she, <laughs> she always does, she doesn't she? Yeah, she did. <laughs> ever, ever since time to go. So do you know Earthquake? Sir? You know Earthquake? <laughs> Earthquake the comedian. <sighs> yes. You know Earthquake? Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's yes. him. Yes. yes. So Mona, he told <laughs> Mona. Oh he has lost some. He, has See, he know Earthquake. See, yes. he told Mona he was that was that she was his boo. <laughs> Oh and, he was uh, on our show Friday. He was on our show Friday. She went to see him uh, what really? Saturday, Saturday. And he didn't even know who she was. <laughs> he sounded like a politician, didn't he? <laughs> I do know who Earthquake is. <laughs> anyway, thank y'all for tuning in to 105.1. The music, music muscle of the shows.